amazing. I love that scripture that says, upon this rock, I will build my church. And the people next to you, in front of you, behind you, upon this rock, I will build my church. If you were with us last week, you will know that I spoke on the solid rock. Our firm foundation. And we know that we are redeemed, we are overcomers, we are chosen and we are known by the solid rock, a man named Jesus. The one who's the same yesterday, today and forever, who never changes. I also mentioned that our word for 2024 is deeper. And I believe that God is calling us deeper in him. When we were there, and I didn't know the set list, but when we were there singing, I'm desperate for you. One of the main notes that I've got this morning is desperation triggers action into going deeper with Jesus. That we need to be desperate for more of him. We need to be desperate to go deeper. You might notice that this morning you were given a piece of paper. And it says, Deeper 2024. And some of us were going, why have I got a piece of paper? Pastor, why are you giving us all a piece of paper? There is plenty of paper in the world. Trees are being cut down. Come on. Why are you giving out pieces of paper? Well, you see, this back piece of paper that doesn't look very special, doesn't look like there's much to it, is full of seeds. It's full of seeds that are going to grow into beautiful wildflowers. But it's only going to grow into beautiful wildflowers if the person who owns it takes action and buries it in the soil. I could have a beautiful piece of paper that sits on my mantle, but it's not going to become what its purpose is, what it was intended for, unless the owner the gardener, the person who takes possession, takes it home, digs a hole, finds good soil, buries it, covers it over, and keeps it moist, growing as the roots go down and as the flowers come up. So as we go deeper this year, let me encourage you to take your piece of paper, to bury it, and to remember God's promise that as we go deeper in him, he will never let us down. He will never forsake us, but he will do a work in us. And until the end, there is still work to be done. And some of you here might now be going, well, I am deep. I am a deep Christian. I read scripture every day. I pray. I know the Bible inside out. I am deep. But let me ask you this question. What is the fruit of your death? Brutal. What is the fruit of your death? Let me phrase it another way. How deep is your prayer life? How deep is your quiet time? How meaningful is your pursuit when you're spending time reading scripture? Are we just reading it? Or is there meaning and purpose behind it? Are you living a life that reflects 
the depth of Jesus in your life? Does your attitude reflect how deep you are in purity, in unity, in one with him? How deeply rooted is generosity in your life? And the list can go on and on and on. And the question I'm asking is, what is the fruit of your depth? Deeper 2024 is our year to go deeper. It's a year to pursue Jesus more. And maybe for some of us, it will be specific areas of our lives. Well, I do this this morning. I prophesy over us as we go deeper in Jesus. I prophesy over our workplaces, over our families, over our church, that there will be a greater fruit. Isaiah 37, 31 says this, And you who are left in Judah, who have escaped the ravages of the seeds, will put roots down in your own soil, and it will grow up and flourish. Our world is broken, but we are here. We are God's A-team. And if we allow our roots to go down in the season we're going to step into, we will grow up and flourish like we have never seen before. Hey, turn to your neighbor and say, I'm ready to go deeper. Then turn to your other neighbor and say, my roots are going down. I am so pleased we all agree because I've got another two hours of material. So as we go deeper, it's going to be longer. Amen. (laughs) Hey, if you have your Bibles with you this morning, turn with me to Colossians 2, 7. And if you don't have your Bibles, hey, don't panic. I have thought ahead. You may need a magnifying glass. Jesus provides it all. But on the front of your paper is Colossians 2, 7. It's like it was planned, eh? And it says this. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. Rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. This year, as we intentionally go deeper, as we pursue him in different areas of our life, let's not just be surface Christians. Let's not just be surface believers. People that can say it but won't walk the walk. Ouch. Let's be people who are going to go deeper, deeper, deeper. And let, like, hear me right. I'm not saying that there isn't faith in this room. I'm not saying that some of us are already deep. But what I am saying is as long as we are on this earth, we are not perfect. As long as we are on this earth, there is a process to follow. And as we go on that process, the person we need most is Jesus, the healer, the restorer, the provider, the one who brings restoration and freedom. And at the end, it finishes and overflowing with thankfulness. Let's be thankful people. In fact, above all else, let's be people who are thankful for the season we're in. However good or however bad it may be, we are thankful that there is a Jesus that is above it all. A saviour who has died on a cross, finishing death once and for all. For that reason, 
we can be thankful. As I was preparing this week, uh, I decided to go home. So normally I would work from the office or I would go to a coffee shop. But this week, as I was driving to the coffee shop, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to go home. So I got home and I made the coffee. Praise the Lord, the coffee was free. Hallelujah. And I'm sat there in our extension. And for those who don't know, we have done a renovation. And part of that has been adding an extension on the back. So I'm sat in our extension looking at what we've accomplished. And I was sat thinking, this end product is the fruit of our death. This end product, what I'm sat in, what I'm looking at, what we spent Christmas in is the fruit of our death. And I was journeying and I was thinking about the process that we followed. And let me assure you, the process was full of great days and it was full of horrendous days. And in fact, the worst day that we had was when we dug the foundation. And we've spoken about it before and I've talked about how muddy it was and how messy it was. But as I was sat there in our extension reflecting on the fruit of our depth, I was reminded of what the building surveyor said. So the building surveyor comes out at the start of the project and she says, I don't really care about the finished product. I don't really care about what materials you use. What I care about is the depth that you go. What? Yeah, because if you don't go deep enough, your building ain't going to last. If you don't go deep enough, Nothing's going to last for five years, 10 years, 20 years. So the only thing that I care about right now is how deep you go. Now, I know that this was going to be quite a depth, and it was going to be quite a lot of mud that we were going to have to pay to get rid of. So I start going, hang on a minute. You want us to go one meter. What if we go 600 mil? What if we go 60 centimeters? Because it's only going to be a single story extension. It's only going to be timber frame. It's not going to be very heavy. And she went as firm as I've ever seen before. No. Okay. Are you sure? No. If you don't go deep enough, your building will not last. And I can't sign it off. And it taught me something. That sometimes we try and cut corners. Sometimes we try and go our way instead of Jesus' way, when really what he's saying is go deeper in him. If you go deeper in him, you will survive the battles that come. You will be unshakable. Praise the Lord we went that deep because there is some 70 mile per hour winds on the road. Praise the Lord. You have to go deep to survive the battles that will come. And then she goes on to say, but you might get to one meter. And if at one meter you still don't find solid, rocky ground, you are going to have to go deeper. But if you find it earlier, you won't have to go as deep. Did we find it earlier? No. But as I was thinking and sat in our extension reflection on what she said, I was reminded that it's not one size fits all. Some of us have got bigger things that we need to journey. Some of us have got things in our life, areas in our life that we need to go deeper than others. But then let me assure you, they need to go deeper somewhere else in their life that you don't. 
We're all on a journey and we all have to go deeper. And as I'm sat there in the finished product going, this is the fruit of our death. It was vitally important that we went to the right depth, but it was also just as important that we followed an order. For Sarah, she is the interior designer. She loves painting, she loves decorating, she loves buying new furniture, spending all the money. Not in here, is she? Damn you. Hey, we'll delete that out of the recording, whoever's recording. But she loves it. She loves the interior design. I promise you not, before our roof was on, we were moving furniture outside. Why? To see if it fits, to see how it works, to see the space. But you see, it's vitally important that we followed an order. Because if we left the furniture out there, it would have got ruined. It would have got drenched. So I'm sat there thinking about the depths that we went to and the importance of the order. And I was reminded of 1 Corinthians 14.33 that says this, For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. Let me say that again. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. All week, I'd been thinking, right, God, what do you want to say this morning? What do you want to speak through me? And I had so many different thoughts and ideas running through my head. And all of a sudden, I read that scripture, and I was reminded of the order that Jesus brings. You see, before that, I was stuck on two scriptures. I had Revelation 3, 16, that says this. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you through my mouth, out my mouth. And I also had John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And I'm sat there thinking, what am I preaching on? John 3.16 or Revelation 3.16? And he brings that thought of order. And if we believe that our God is a God of order, that means that Scripture, the living Word of God, is perfect and faultless in every way. It means it's ordered. Every chapter, every verse, every book, every miracle, every parable, perfect in the way it's written. And all of a sudden, light bulb moment. For God so loved the world that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Let me say that again. For God so loved the world that whoever believes in him. And then you go to Revelation 3.16. So because you are neither lukewarm, hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Light bulb moment. God's perfect order. Both, chapter 3, verse 16. And he said to me, Hey, if you're not deep, if you're not all in, are you really a believer? If you're not deep, if you're not pursuing God, if you're not on fire wanting more of him, are we really believers? And I sat there, and I cried and cried and cried. 
God is a God of order. Everything perfect, faultless. And he gives us revelation, images, visions of what's to come. And we hear the proclamation, the good news of Jesus Christ, that he sent his son. And it made me think, what is the fruit of our death? Why do we need to go deeper? We go deeper to know more about Jesus, to be called a true believer, to be called a true child of God. Both chapter 3, verse 16. One is a warning of what life will look like if we're not true, firm, solid, deep believers. And one is the good news available to all who are in constant pursuit and desire to go deeper with him. So why do we go deeper? Why is deeper our word for 2024? Because Jesus is calling us his people, his church, the nation, to wake up. To get away from lukewarm Christianity. People who are standing on the sidelines, which Revelation 3.16 warns us about, and where it's time to go deeper, to be effective in the mission, so the world and us can receive the good news, John 3.16 of Christ. Reveal to us, Lord, the importance in areas of our lives we need to go deeper. It's time to wake up. It's time to see revival. It's time to be hungry and desperate for more of him. It's time to see deeper thankfulness, deeper worship, deeper love, deeper generosity, deeper prayer, deeper repentance, deeper authenticity, deeper for Jesus in all areas of our lives. We're all in different positions. We've all got different stories, different backgrounds, different experiences, and that's okay. But one thing that we can all agree on is that Jesus loves us all the same, and he wants to take us all deeper so that we can grow up to be beautiful flowers. So we can grow up to be game changers, history makers. It's time to go deeper. Did you know this? In 2021, census of the UK, 46.2% of the population, that's 27.5 million people in the UK, would classify themselves as Christian. Yet in a recent study done by the Evangelical Alliance, only 6% of that would classify themselves as practiced Christians. 46.2% would say that they are a believer and they are a Christian. But only 6% would classify themselves as a practice, practicing Christian. Church, it is time to wake up. It is time to go deeper. What would it look like if 50% of the UK was on fire for Jesus, deep in faith, unshakable in pursuit of him, what would the UK look like? It's time to go deeper. 
And as I was thinking about it, I was thinking about that scripture, Revelation 3.16, which says, you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold. And I was thinking about all of us who are stood on the sidelines in shallow waters. And we can say we're a Christian. We can say that we believe. But as soon as something comes, we are blown around and we are shook and we are shaken. And the story changes. But I'm not deep enough to survive. My feet are only touching the waters. I'm not hot nor cold. So I'm going to get spat out. It's time to go deeper. Yet we get out and we leave our prints everywhere. And as time goes, we're not leaving prints anymore. We're not presenting Jesus in his fullest. What is the fruit of our death? He wants to do a new thing, an exciting thing, a fresh thing in his church here in Yeovil, across the globe, he wants us to go deeper. And as we go deeper, he will rain down with new things, things that we have never seen before. We pray and we ask and we request for revival. Yet, we're not going any deeper than just putting our toes in the water. Why? Because up here, it's comfortable. I'm dry. I don't have to do anything. I can smile, I can come to church, I can receive, but I'm comfortable. I'm not having difficult conversations. I'm not better at digging up hurt and broken grounds, the pain from the past. Yet Jesus says, go deeper. You guys want to come up? And it got me thinking that if I'm not hot nor cold, then what we really need is depth. We need something that gives us depth. And he wants our roots to go deeper. When people say, what is the fruit of our depth? Well, we would be overflowing with goodness. You see, actually, what I'm about to do is I'm going to go deeper. And as I go deeper, let me tell you, I don't want to do it this morning. In fact, I nearly didn't do it. But I felt God saying, hey, if you're not willing to get a little bit wet on stage, how can you expect the church to willingly get uncomfortable for me? So I said, all right, God, I'll do it. Can't fight, can't complain. And I can stand here and I can dip my toes in the water. And I'm warm. I'm comfortable. But what is the fruit of my death? What is the change that has taken place in my life? Where's the overflowing love, joy, peace, patience, kindness? Yet if we go all in, if we dive deep into him, it gets uncomfortable. It gets painful. We unearth things and have to talk about things and have to seek repentance on things that we laid down years ago. We buried them deep beneath the soil. Yet as we go deeper, there is one promise. 
that Jesus will be with us, that he is the solid rock to build upon. And as we go deeper, we will overflow with love, joy, peace, and patience. And as we... That is so Man. But you see now what's special is as I come, you can go, I'm not going to get you out, don't worry. As I come out, I'm overflowing. I am dripping with the goodness of God. My life shows that I am deep in pursuit of Him. And sometimes, man, I am so cold, I'm so wet, and I'm so uncomfortable right now. But sometimes we have to get uncomfortable to go deeper. God is a God of order. God is perfect and faultless in every way. He calls us by name. He knows us. We are his chosen people. And he gives us the good news of him. Anyone who believes in me will not perish but have eternal life. But he also says, it's time to go deeper. And if you're not deeper with me, you may leave footprints, but you're not dripping with the goodness of God. You're not overflowing in the presence of him. So this year, as we journey 2024, as we go deeper, it is time to wake up. It is time to go all in. I hope next week you are all going to come in with wet tops. Joking, joking. It is time to go deeper with him. What's the fruit of your death? Bands, you can come back up. What is the fruit of your death? Does your life reflect somebody who is deep with Jesus at the center? Does your life reflect somebody who is dealing with the past traumas in life? Will you stand with me this morning? As I was praying this morning, God gave me two very clear things to pray for. Number one, there may be some of us here this morning that are lukewarm Christians. And this morning is the awakening. It's the vocalization that I'm going to say, I am all in. I want to go deeper. I want to overflow with the goodness of God. I want to be uncomfortable for Him. So, if that's you this morning, let's bow our heads and close our eyes. If that's you, can you just raise your hand this morning? No one's looking. No one's judging. But if you've become a little bit lukewarm, just raise your hand. Thank you. Come on, Jesus. He sees your hands. He sees your desire to go deeper, to overflow with the goodness, the joy, the love, the mercy, to live in the freedom. So, Lord, I just pray that over these guys this morning. Fill them. Refresh them. Take them deeper. 
in love and pursuit with you. I also felt that there's some of us that maybe are a little bit more mature in faith. And we've had that awakening moment. We've had that drenching. We've had that overfilling. But right now, you're just living in the memory of the past. You're living in the things that were, not the things of today. What Jesus today wants to say to you, come deeper again. Step into pursuit of him. Come back to being deep and intentional with your depth. Come back to me and I want to drench you again. I want to take you deeper. I want to keep you fresh, well-nourished. So if that's you this morning, and you feel you've lived there, you've been there, and now you're dry, but you want a fresh awakening, a fresh downpouring. Can you just raise your hand this morning? If that's you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. So, Lord, I just pray right now. Lord, take us deeper in pursuit of you. Lord, we want our roots to go down further than they've ever gone before. We want to feed off your goodness, off your love, off your joy, off your provision. Lord, we want to feed off you this morning and we want to grow to become beautiful fruit. Fruit that will multiply. It will go and do far more than we could ever think or imagine. So Lord, drench us in this place. Fill us afresh in this place. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Just one more thing. <laughs> Let's not rush. talking about going deeper. We're talking about an overflowing love pouring down on us today. If you want a fresh anointing, if you want the Holy Spirit to come and touch your life, we're Pentecostal in this church and we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. We believe in the move of the Holy Spirit. We believe we can have personal encounter through the gift of the Holy Spirit. So this morning, if you want to go all in, if you want to go deeper in your pursuit, you need a tool. You need the Holy Spirit. So this morning, let's just close our eyes. And this morning, if you just want that fresh anointing, if you want that Holy Spirit to come and fill you, we're just going to wait on the Lord. And just in the quietness of your heart, just cry out, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit.
Lord, I just pray right now. We thank you, O two or three, God, that you are there. So, Lord, we thank you that you are here, and we just invite your Holy Spirit to come and move in this place. Lord, we pray that you would give us a fire. Lord, as our desperation turns to action and to going deep with you, Lord, I just pray that you would speak to us. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. 